Hello there and welcome to Community Life. Here we talk with the community experts about their life journeys and learn from each other. And today we have a conversation with Francisco Andres Opazo Caceres, a digital demand generation and growth Jedi, a happy husband and a father, and a community strategist and architect who is built led by community. So hello, Francisco. Hey, Yuri, finally together. I'm glad yes. to, to see your pretty face to have a chat today. So thank you for the invite. Super happy to talk to you. And I know you know at least two languages, Spanish oh, totally. and English. <laughs> so tell me, in what language do you count? Oh, I still count in Spanish. Most of the, when I'm not in the work world, I'm counting <laughs> in Spanish. But sometimes I struggle kind of <clears throat> at home because the whole day working in English. So my, my brain is like switch to English. And then sometimes, hey, dinner time. Go, go to the table and I like, keep speaking in English and then like, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Spanish. Because at home, everyone speaks Spanish. My wife is from Poland. <clears throat> she speaks mm. Polish. My daughter speaks Polish, but the common language at home is Spanish. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's how we are. Do you speak Polish too? Only survival stuff. <laughs> like to speak survival stuff. Uh, I, can, I can tell words like chiku. Koopa, like like pee pee poo, <laughs> and then Got like it. of course like hello like Jackshimash and Nojin Dobre like good morning things like that. But uh, because you no know, now it's five years my wife speaking to my daughter, mm. uh, I, now I can get almost the whole context when they are speaking. <laughs> I cannot kind of speak myself, but I can understand let's say eighty percent now of the conversation. So. That's great. <laughs> got it. Got it. Did your wife try to learn you, try to teach you uh, Polish? Uh, <clears throat> I think that we never got probably time to do that deeply. Only when we were like at the beginning of the relationship, 11 years ago. Uh, but then because she was living in the UK first and mm -hmm. then she went to Latin America where I am from. I am from Chile. So she was already speaking Spanish when we met. Mm. So with me, you know, we stay five years in Latin America before uh, moving to the UK. So she got five years more of training. So she speaks even like perfect and better than me because Chilean people speak really bad. We have a lot of slangs and things like that. She speaks proper Spanish language. So that's great. <laughs> there is so funny, you know, sometimes I talk to folks from the US and they are telling me that Uh, people who are outside of the U.S. sometimes speak better English than people from the U.S. So I totally get what you are talking about. And for you, what is the difference? What is the main difference between Spanish and English? Uh, I would say uh, I, there is a small trauma with the, <laughs> like, especially the vowels. For instance, you know, in Spanish, we have A, ah, like the A character, you no? Know? Mm -hmm. That sounds ah, and it's ah, but in English you have the u that sounds ah, and that's ah. <laughs> and also, <clears throat> whenever whenever someone say, hey, can you spell this? And I am always struggling with the e, uh -huh. because in my brain, the e is the uh, i character in the Spanish. So, ah, that's the, oh, the mess. No, no, that's always a mess, like the e and the i. And when I need to spell in English, pff, no, 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 never worked. <laughs> Got it, got it. Are there any languages you'd like to learn? Oh, <clears throat> I have learned a bit of Portuguese. Mm. Probably I, I know way more Portuguese than Polish, mostly because um, it's quite similar to Spanish. That's the good part. Like probably 40% of the words are the same. And in Latin America, I got quite a few Brazilian friends. Mm. So that I had chats with them and, you know, obrigado and como vai and... All that, so they have like, like this to say like ta 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 when they kind of want to, you know, reinforce something. So yeah, but this is good culture, especially they're so friendly. So I would love to kind of someday, you no, know, leverage that. Yeah, maybe someday it depends. With the kit, time is uh, tight. Yeah. <laughs> I know you are a Duolingo fan now, so yeah, exactly, exactly. It's so fun, you know, like Duolingo helps you to spend your time properly. <laughs> I'm kidding. You know, it's always, it's always like that, but I'm just curious about you. How do you find time to learn something at all in general? Honestly, uh, my focus time starts around 9 p.m. So hmm. 9 p.m. till 11, <laughs> that's the focus time. So whenever I need to learn something, that is the only time because 
everyone is in bed. I'm the only one up <laughs> at that time. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, it's the only kind of focus time, 100%. Because during the day, I have you know, certain hours blocked for focus, work and stuff. But it's not, there is no silence, not full silence. Mm. So at that time, 9-11 is like, that's beautiful. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what I do. And I usually have every day the, those hours to kind of wrap up anything pending of the day, if something you know, falls in the cracks, or to learn, especially. yeah. I, I'm a, the, 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 the main challenge is that I am a marketer. Mm -hmm. And my, the, the most of my roles I have in leading marketing uh, function. So that the marketing is like kind of non-stop. You cannot stop learning because there is always new stuff. Like yeah. you know, before lead generation, now demand generation, then how to generate demand, then how to capture demand, then B2C, then B2B, then account-based marketing, then ABM, and then... Ah. So <clears throat> yeah, it's not that that easy. It's a career challenging when you need to kind of you know, keep it, stay in the loop. So yeah. Yeah, I can totally imagine. Got it. So let's start from the beginning. Tell me about your parents. Who are they? Uh, well, both uh, passed away. My father, yeah. Well, kind of sad, funny note regarding my father's. My father's, you no, know, uh, the time when he died. I was doing my first interview in the UK for my first first job in the UK, wow. and in the middle of that, I got a WhatsApp message and a hey, sad news: your dad is gone. Wow. I was like, oh, <laughs> like in the uh -huh. middle of the in the interview, <clears throat> I said to my, you no, know, like the the, the 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 director of the company, hey, can you give me one minute? So I get out, I kind of breathe a bit, go back, and then finished the interview. I at least I got the gig. But that uh -huh. was my first job in the UK that day. No, and then after that, I told them, oh, sorry, I I needed that time because just got this news, my dad passed away. <laughs> and he said, oh, we could have done the interview of the day and. I said, no, I mean, I'm eight months in the UK without a job. I need a job right away. Like, so I just go went for it and that's it. Uh, so he, he was my same as me, Francisco. <clears throat> and my mom passed away almost three years now. Uh, her name was Ines. Ines. Mm. Yeah, she was always the whole life in Chile. Uh, yeah, we were in total three brothers. So I am in the middle. I have an older brother. Uh, he's uh, 40, 48. I have 39. And the youngest, the youngest is 28, sort of. Yeah, we are not that young now, but yeah, that's the <laughs> the age with almost nine, eight, ten years between uh, us. Yeah. What is one thing you are the most thankful to your parents for? Uh, I would say <clears throat> for my mom, probably she she raised us almost alone. My dad went leave home when I was five, so mm. she did like the whole work for the three of us like kind of working full time, trying to keep raising us and all that. So I think that probably is the, the one big thing that I am grateful for her because at least, you know, she fight, she fought for us. She worked hard for us. Even, you know, like in that time alone, woman was not, there were, there were no many opportunities, but anyway, she kept pushing and in, in, all of us are kind of decent people. <laughs> so that is also kind of important because you can like raise your kids alone, but sometimes they end up in the bad side. So I would say she was a bit of strict, but uh, I would say that that helped us stay kind of aligned. <clears throat> so I never went to drugs or things like that, like kind of decent, decent, decent guy. Did you, have you ever had uh have you ever been in the bad company uh not really no no i feel that uh when 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 i was like kid or when you are like i don't know like five to ten it's like usually all, everyone is good <laughs> mm. <clears throat> because no malicious at that age nothing but then i remember when i was like more more young teen teenager like 12 13 14 especially i i started to notice that a few of my friends went to the dark side. So a few of them started with the drug stuff, all the ones with mm. lots of drinks. Mm. Uh, a few started to do kind of even like robbing, stealing stuff. And so when that started, I said, mm, nah, that's not for me. So I move away from them lots, like really far, far, far away. No, that was not my thing. So I said, nah, I'll just like focus on school and get, get my stuff done. And I remember that at that time, when that happened, I started to play games and things like that. Like to like probably 
don't feel that much alone. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, no, I, I, I have been always trying to be kind of, kind of in the good line, <laughs> behavior line, good line. Yeah. Yeah, and you are a, you are a middle brother. So basically, you have an older brother, like some like some role model, let's say, and you have a younger brother who you have to be a role model by yourself. So, how how did it feel to be a middle brother while growing up? Uh, I think that was a challenge uh, because my older brother, I would say her maybe personality, her attitude, was way different than mine. <clears throat> mm. He was really good with me. No, even because my father was not at home, uh, even like when I was adult, I was always feeling that he was my dad because he wasn't always helping me. No, uh, for wow. instance, my mom was the whole day at work. So he took me, he was also at school, like in the secondary school. So after his school, he was coming back home and taking me out with their friends to play football, to play basket, to play volleyball or to the beach. So I was like the the mascot, like the pet, and always <laughs> next to him, going everywhere. So <clears throat> when I realized that when I was adult, I understand. Oh, this guy was cool. Yeah. He was really good. So whenever he was facing challenges, when he was adult, I was always kind of really running to help. No, sometimes like up and down, you know, financials, whatever. I was always like when I got my first job, I always like paying attention and see how can I help. Mostly because that you no know, sense of gratefulness towards him. And then from the other side, for me, towards my you know, small brother, I was not that good. I, I mm. never felt that I was that level of good with my, my little one. Uh, because <coughs> probably maybe circumstances at home were different. You know? But I never felt that I could kind of do the same, much kind of that what my older brother did. Maybe in, in your, my brain, I can kind of process and compare the same level. But I never felt that I was that good at him with me. Uh, I still love my younger brother. You know? his, his name is Ariel. Ariel, like the Little Mermaid. But yeah. sometimes Ariel is used as for men also. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> And uh, how? what kind of relationships do you have with your brothers right now? Uh, well, we have a WhatsApp group. They are living in Chile, of course. <laughs> I am in the, in the UK. Uh, we have a WhatsApp group where especially we share you know, pictures of uh, our kids, Or some, my 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 brother loves singing. No, he was even like a, a did a short singer career. My brother, mm. my older brother. Mm. So he's still now as aficionado, kind of singing, recording, and sharing. No, so sometimes he shares songs, and I share pictures of my my family because I have Mia that is five, and we have also Lily that is uh, 15 months. So they are like cute and doing like funny stuff. So I'm recording, sharing with them, so they kind of can live that because we are really far. No, so yeah, but this I think is is still good enough. Maybe not crazy active as if I was there in Chile, but I, I try to uh, keep them in the loop what is happening, how is going in my life, work, and whatever is happening in the UK as well. So yeah, that's that's mostly. Why did you decide to move to UK? Uh, you need to ask my wife. It's uh, her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, she she was living uh, from Poland when she was young. She moved to Rome. Mm. Italy first. Mm -hmm. She lived there. She speaks Italian as well. So she lived there five years. After that, uh, she went, she moved to the UK. Uh, she was living already five years in the UK and she went to Bolivia to do some volunteering mm -hmm. to Bolivia. And then at the same time, I did that from Chile. So from mm. Chile, I went to Bolivia to do some volunteering. And because of that volunteering, we got friends in common. That's why we met. Okay. <clears throat> so we 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 stayed there, uh, doing uh, this uh, volunteering, and then after five years, in that time I was like running my own digital agency in Latin America, blah blah. Uh, like up to seven people working for me. We were doing digital marketing, native mobile apps, uh, then also PR campaigns, social media. In that time, I started the whole community stuff. So I, I, hmm. I in that time, like that was like seven, almost. 14 years ago, 12, wow. 14 years ago, I started to create Facebook groups for each customers that we were managing on social media. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we were seven people managing like 40 Facebook groups. <laughs> It was insane. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, after you know, all that happening there, five years, I uh, she said, hey, I would love to go back to UK. I like how things work there. Also, that's closer to my family. 
because like UK Poland is like two hours flight and also yeah. way cheaper because for yeah. Latin America even to like right now if you want to go to Latin America Chile for instance is four thousand pounds <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> so yeah. yeah so in that time it was like more practical for me it was a challenge because <clears throat> even though I was always in the marketing side and the website so written English was okay for me but not speaking hmm. so seven years ago a bit more than seven years ago when we moved to the uk i started to try to speak english no and that was the big challenge uh, my first job i remember was in a digital agency in london uh, they you know hired me as senior digital project manager i was managing websites seo projects uh, okay thank you um website seo projects um and uh, yeah most and paid acquisition or like Google Ads and this and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> and they were always very patient like with me when I was like, hey, because they knew that I uh, I could do the work, but sometimes when they needed certain summaries, confirmations, I was like sometimes struggling a bit to explain detail. Yeah. But that's why I said, hey, one second, let me write the report for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will share with everyone that well, that was way easier for me. But then they like, I worked two years and a bit for them, very kind people. Uh, so I learned lots, lots with them. Yeah, uh, we were like, honestly, I still feeling that it was an undeserved opportunity because there was a big agency. <laughs> they were uh, <clears throat> running uh, campaigns and managing the whole brand for tourism boards like Barbados, Dubai, Malta, US even. So when I was only a, a month working for them, they came and said, Francisco, you need to prepare the media planning for the UK only on digital, and you got one million pounds to spend. Hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so I spent, I remember one week asking, like getting quotes and blah, 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 to prepare the whole plan. Because uh, the Monday after I needed to present that with my English in that time to the uh, <clears throat> Minister of Tourism from Barbados that needed mm. to kind of approve the budget because mm -hmm. There were like four millions for my colleagues and one million for digital that I was kind of managing. Mm -hmm. So they needed to approve five million. So my million was part of the whole presentation that we need to do. We needed to do in that time. Uh, at least I survived. I did it. I used <laughs> lots of slides to show you know, numbers and stuff to kind of save myself. But in the end, we got approval <clears throat> and I got a raise right after that. So that was great. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. And have you ever thought about moving to Europe before you've met your wife? Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> Honestly, Chile as a country is not that bad. Like from the Latin America, Chile, uh, I would say, is still kind of one of the most stable countries, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. political, economic, and all that. So that's why there is a why, for instance, in the UK, there are not many Chilean people. You can mm -hmm. find 100,000 Colombians, 100,000 Equatorians, 100,000 Bolivian people, but Chilean, no. Like, I, whenever I go, there are no Chilean people. <laughs> That's why, because the country itself is still, still not that bad, if we say. You know? But of course, it's not you know, as advanced, economical, and maybe technology as you know, kind of US, UK level, but it's not that bad for like the quality of life and all that. You know? For you, what is the difference between Chile and the UK? Uh, there are big, big differences, especially in the culture. I would say British people they have like a mindset keep calm <laughs> no keep calm they, forever whatever is happening sometimes you no know, like the, the sky is falling they keep calm <laughs> uh, that's not happening with latin people like we don't do that like we react no, <clears throat> no and my, my wife especially she's uh, way way better keeping mm. calm <laughs> no like you know, she has learned she's like reminding me hey we need to keep calm <laughs> but <clears throat> Uh, for instance, sometimes we, we notice, you know, we are doing the school run, uh, British people, sometimes the kids are rah, rah, crazy, like, rah. but the mom is like, like keeping, like containing the whole anger, like, <laughs> but me, I like, stop it. <laughs> like, no, like it's totally different. Like, no, so <clears throat> yeah, I think that that is the big difference uh, between, you no, know, like British and Latin people, like. They, they keep calm, no matter what is happening, they keep calm. Also, they are uh, less open to share. No, they are like very kind of cautious, you know? they And to make friends with British people, it takes years. <laughs> you know, to get them opening, you no know, like they're the real person inside. 
take years. No? Uh, for Latin people, no. You can like meet someone in a month and you are the best friend. Easy as that. <laughs> That's a big difference, I would say. Yeah. How do you think, are you impacting people in the UK who you are meeting or they impacting you more? Mm, I would say that uh, I am kind of always trying to be a bit funny, even though the sense of humor here is different. Mm-hmm. But that's why, when because I'm trying to be funny, I kind of break that ice. No, when they are obviously like like a you know, hard box. No, then when I sometimes I I notice something that might be like you no know, a joke or a bit funny or sometimes I really laugh of myself. No, of a few things that I have done and kind of that break the box. No, I would say that's probably you no know, one one of my small contributions on, on top of the taxes. <laughs> on top of the taxes, exactly. <laughs> on top of the taxes, yeah. What kind of football fan are you? Oh, I used to be a very strong one, but now with family, married, and time, it's, it's only World Cups. Now I can I can wake up at any time to see World Cup. No matter, I'm still <laughs> a fan of the World Cups. That the only the only thing that I I really enjoy, and I, I am even still willing to make sacrifices to see the local local football. Not much because because time. I love, of course, seeing, you know, playing Ronaldo, Messi, or even like, you know, there were a few Chilean players playing in Manchester here, you know, uh, but I would say that right now, not much time. I love football. I know how to play football. Latin America is like bring water. <laughs> we play football like yeah, since exactly. we are one year. So I'm not that, that no, no, like that good, but I can survive whenever I'm playing. Yeah. <clears throat> What is your favorite football team? Oh, I would say... Uh, probably Barcelona probably is great like you can really enjoy when they play yeah and if we are talking about countries oh I would say uh Argentina probably mm-hmm. and, and Brazil are in my kind of fight for number one Brazil people are crazy they are insane <laughs> no, and mostly because <clears throat> no, well I'm not sure how much history you know but most of the top players you know, the Brazilian players that became kind of you no know, the top people they first became experts playing salon football you no know, where the small small uh, you know, fields yeah, uh, yeah, where yeah. where they have covered and there is no borders mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You no know? so there is like all that is like kind of acrobacy like all that is like inside that you put the ball over there like you like close your eyes and the ball goes there like It's crazy. It's like magic. So then, once they get champions there, they say, "Hey, now you're ready to move. Now try the <laughs> try try the big field." That's why they can do like crazy stuff on the field because they already are magicians. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I think yeah, Brazilian people are they are, are very good. And Argentina's as team probably is is great also always. Yeah. <clears throat> wow, I I I I didn't know that they learn to play first in this closed space. Yeah, I I don't know go. exactly the, the, how you say that in English, no. But it's like in in Spanish we use the word salon that probably exists in English saloon something like that. It's the mm-hmm. same word I think similar. So yeah, but it's like it's a small field like the one that you can find on on a neighborhood, the small kind of field, but yeah, it's closed. Yeah. Like, there is no borders and it's like a with a ceiling, so so the ball cannot skate. And then it's like anything allowed. You can like do this, do that, whatever. No, but for instance, Ronaldinho, he was uh, you know one of the top champions on that before starting to play the big football. <laughs> so wow, wow, it's 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 really it's really interesting. Yeah, and I was always you know when I was growing up, like Brazil team was like one of the best because of the tricks, like what they're doing on the field, and like it's just yeah, it's exactly like magic. So yeah, I totally yeah. I totally understand what you are talking about. And once you wrote. Every day I'm waiting for this email from Bihev letting me know how many community professionals are joining our newsletter. And I'm curious, what other daily habits do you have? Uh, can you repeat the question? <laughs> <clears throat> what daily habits do you have? Oh, uh, the first one, uh, well, starting the day is like very simple. I need to put the coffee, the cafeteria on we have this italian way where you need to kind of two pieces and then mm-hmm. a small container you need to fill for the water 
So it's coffee, then start warming the milk, porridge for the kids, uh, and then look after the little one. And I, I only help a bit in the morning because after that I need to start my work. So that's that hour is kind of where I can help. Uh, and then, you know, uh, after school run, then at like 9, 9.30, I can kind of start uh, working. That's why we started, you No, know, we met today that that time, you no. Know? But I would say that is the routine. Then we are, we have almost sacred to eat something as kind of, kind of light lunch at midday, almost mm -hmm. like clock or clock. Yeah, that was it, that's the habits. Yeah, a few. <laughs> <coughs> Got it. Got it. And from what I see behind you, you are a big Star Wars fan. Yeah, At least sure. I, I see C-3PO and R2-D2. So why? Why are you a Star Wars fan? Oh, I think that probably that is inheritance from my older brother. He was a fan. So he took me to see all movies when I was a kid. Uh, and then, yeah, I stick with it. I think that Now, of course, now it's a whole ecosystem, Star Wars, no? not only those movies, and that's the best part. <laughs> But I think that I like the idea you know, that normal people can kind of save the world. <laughs> I think that, <laughs> no, because in the end, Jedi can die, for instance. No, it's not like they don't. No, they only have certain skills that can help. So probably, maybe I'm sometimes thinking that Uh, a certain degree, I'm, that's why I put I'm a WordPress Jedi, <laughs> because uh, I feel that you no, know, I can contribute you know, my beat uh, uh, with with my, with my skill set and try to to make things better. Yeah, yeah, probably that is like a bit of the the why. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> we already told uh, we already talked a little about um, difference between Chile and the UK and the people inside there. And I'm curious, when you meet new people, are you becoming friends right away? Or do you need some time to get closer? Uh, well, that is not happening in the UK. So <laughs> you, that, will, that will never happen. So <laughs> no, you, you cannot do that here. That doesn't work. No, you need to probably see a person, I don't know, 20 times, <laughs> maybe to get there. But no, it's not that, that easy here. No, It's not how things work. Yeah. I, I, that is something that we missed with my wife from Latin America. Mm -hmm. that, that the easiest to get, get to know other people, to even like meet with other people. Yeah, it's different. It's different. No? But still, there are good people. No? Also, once you get to become friends with British people, they are very loyal. That's the big, mm -hmm. no, the big, the big thing. So, yeah. I think this is just like location, cultural challenge rather than... Yeah, exactly, people. exactly. And still, you are, you are working like worldwide, so you are meeting people worldwide. And how do you build relationships with people worldwide? Oh, mostly, I would say the best one is try to have a share like we are doing now. Mm -hmm. Now, that probably is the best. Uh, sometimes when, you know, sometimes you feel like, oh, maybe this could be like, But more than just colleagues, maybe you connect on Facebook or on WhatsApp or, no, like maybe more like things that you use for personal stuff. No, so yeah, I would say that those are ways, but yeah, I'll, I'll try to do WhatsApp calls with my friends, for instance, that are overseas. Uh, that helps to build relationships, keep uh, moving things in the relationship, no? so they know what is happening, who they are, how how things are go. Sometimes they are sick or something happened with their family. That is the way to keep everyone in the loop. Yeah. If you see, let's say, some kind of webinar or maybe some kind of post or you are talking to somebody, what kind of, what kind of message or what kind of emotions, what can lead you to wanting to connect with this person, to get to know this person closer? Uh... Probably if there are certain things in common. No, let's say <clears throat> when I mean, well, some, it depends. No, sometimes on social, people are just bluffing, but mm. sometimes are uh, people sharing a bit of real challenges or experiences. If any of that kind of identifies me or I can relate, so that 
that is probably a way to try to connect. Or also if someone is working on a similar field mm -hmm. or for similar category of company, for instance, I have been working mostly in in for community platforms the last six years. No, <laughs> different like BuddyBoss and uh, Wishlist member. I'm working right now for Uscreen. I work also for Circle. So yeah, I have been in that. So when I meet people from other <clears throat> no kind of categories, similar category, I know that we have lots to talk about. <laughs> no, lots yeah. of learnings, lots of uh, things to share. So yeah, that's a good part. <laughs> You've recently shared, I saw this post of you, there was a picture, reality versus LinkedIn, where uh -huh. it was yeah. reality, like I got yeah, my driving true. license and LinkedIn. Yeah, I'm honored and thrilled to announce that I have been selected among the top five <laughs> applicants who participate in the professional and most respected exam and etc. So tell me, how do you feel about social media and especially about LinkedIn? Uh, <clears throat> I think that uh, I'm not kind of an expert on LinkedIn. I'm mostly trying to use LinkedIn as a way to help others. Mm -hmm. I have, honestly, I had the last probably two years, I changed my my kind of shift, totally my approach. Uh, I, 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 I thought what I want to do is just help everyone. And, <clears throat> and that's exactly what I am trying to do with Led by Community. No, like help everyone, like whoever is doing great work, I want to elevate them. I want to help them. I want to give them a spotlight. I want to boost them. I want to raise them, whatever. No? So right now I, I, I'm seeing social as a way to elevate others. Now, if you see my, my link in my feed, it's not about me. <laughs> it's all about <laughs> exactly. others. You know, like It's all about others. For instance, now Ledbad community has 13 volunteers. No? So now we have different people hosting events. We have now around six people uh, studying local chapters to have in-person meetups. Now we have in New York, uh, Chicago, San Francisco. We have in uh, Turkey. We have one in uh, Bangalore, India. We have one in, even in Pakistan. So, and all those are, you know, like people who are already professionals doing great in their careers. But on, on top of that, they want to help. They want to, to help others get together. So yeah. why not you know, create a space where they can thrive, they can uh, shine. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, honestly, I, I'm not sure if that will end up paying back, but I feel that it's doing it already. Even though Let's Back Community is not a you know, money pursuing project, we are not mm -hmm. getting paid anything. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's already helping people connect, learn, stay up to date, even we have I have received lots of messages on our Slack community thanking thanking me for keeping up to date the job board. Now we are the only ones that update that daily, so uh, I think that people you know, appreciate the efforts that we do. We launched uh, also this week. I'm not sure if you were aware. We launched uh, Led by Community 2.0. Mm -hmm. It's more like a <clears throat> instead of being a place where I can share content, now has become a platform where everyone can contribute. For instance, we have now a system, it's a web app uh, powered by Better Mode that now uh, anyone who wants can write articles on the blog, mm -hmm. can uh, share a podcast, can create or share events. Uh, so now it's, it's like 100% member-led instead of uh, something about someone. Yeah, no? exactly. So I think that uh, that is like how I, I, I feel social is helping me, you know, trying to funnel all that energy towards helping others shine. And yeah, I, th I feel that that's the way. I'm not a fan of Twitter. I have never been. Uh, <laughs> I, there was a time that I was like Instagram fan. I have like, I don't know, like 4,000 followers on Instagram or 3,000 something. Uh, on Facebook also, because I did lots of, you know, like kind of uh, marketing stuff in Spanish mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. I was also teaching people in Spanish marketing and WordPress. I have like 14,000 followers on Facebook. <clears throat> but then when well, on LinkedIn now I reach AK yesterday or something like that. Uh, but now LinkedIn is hundred percent focus on on what I do. The rest now are a bit, bit abandoned. <laughs> like yeah. Have you ever had this feeling that you know so many about others and people are knowing so low about you? Uh, I think that uh, it's not something to worry 
that's why I, how I'm seeing this. But if someone really wants to connect to learn more, they can reach out. Like, for instance, there are a few people. No, for instance, between these thirteen volunteers, no, I have built uh, nice now friendships. No, with uh, for instance, Valentina Rufoni, Nicola Er, uh, Victoria Kumberbach, that will be the host for the summit. Mm -hmm. uh, we have also, um, for instance, Akash, that is the director for Asia. So now it's it's not just like kind of people who want to get benefits from led by community. For instance, we are now talking about kids, talking about challenges, talking about the food, the dinner, uh, that level of you no know, like kind of uh, closest. No, it's not it's not only about work anymore. We are friends now, so yeah, we are gradually moving you know, to a deep deep level. But that takes time. We have been. For instance, these people, everyone who is a volunteer has been around around eight months, seven months. So we're having on Slack, we are chatting every day. Hmm. No? So that's why the relationships are growing. No? Now, if someone wants to learn more, likely anytime they can connect and ask. Uh, for instance, every time that someone joins our Slack community, I'm giving them my calendar link. <laughs> no? So they can go there. No, let's have a coffee 15 minutes at least. And I'm open to to have a chat with everyone because, yeah, I think that uh, everyone has something uh, spectacular <laughs> uh, that I want to help, like elevate. So that's why I'm offering everyone to a connection, a chance. Yeah. How do you feel when receiving coffee with a heart or other cute illustrations on it? Uh, well, I think that, I don't care much really. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. The important bit is like, let's chat, let's have a talk. I think that in the end, that that's matter. Yeah. What was the best gift you've ever received? Probably the Bible. Hmm. Yeah, the Bible. I am a Jehovah Witness. So I still on the weekends knocking doors, trying to teach a bit of the Bible you know, to my neighbors. Uh, I also did that... Uh, uh, 10 years, uh, uh, no, sorry, 15 years in Latin America, mostly helping deaf people through sign language mm -hmm. to learn, you no, know, from from the Bible. So I was, uh, yeah, I was kind of sign language, you know, teaching, ex ex uh, giving talks and all that. Uh, I love sign language. I love that. I love that. When Whenever I found that deaf people here, it's like, oh, I, we chat and we talk and, well, we talk with the hands, <laughs> but... <clears throat> Yeah, it's uh, it's something that I love. I really enjoy. Are you speaking international sign language? Uh, because I know that there are different sign languages yeah, in different are, countries. Well, I can become, I, I can explain the technicalities, but it's, it's easier. For instance, the language, especially the sign language, has two ways. Mm -hmm. One way is a universal way. That is, for instance, you, you even even people who don't know sign language can use now, for mm -hmm. instance, you you do this sign, you mean you're feeling bad, yeah. or if you do this, your your no belly, you have no pain. So that is the natural language, and yeah, then yeah. there is the local language that mostly is how do you spell names, mm -hmm. which sign do you use to say home? Mm -hmm. Each country has the local sign language. A few countries share no language. For instance, the American sign language has taken over almost everything in Latin America. So for instance, mm. no, like Colombia, Ecuador, Brazil, Bolivia, all of them speaks American sign language. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, So if any of them meet, they can speak easy. Then there is another big one is the, the French sign language. Mm. This, the French has also taken over lots of Europe, for instance. So Got many in Europe speaks the French way sign language. No, And then there is the Australian that is, uh, it's by itself different, no? For, no, for instance, in, in Latin, in the American, you do the numbers one, two, three. Then in Australia, you do one, two, three, four, you count these two hands, like got the it, same for the it. letters. In, 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 in America, you say like A, B, C, D, E, whatever, like, but on Aust in Australian, it's like A, A, E, O, O, like, oh, it's like totally different. <laughs> no, so the natural way, like when people, has spent a few years on that. The natural way become your best ally. So only using the natural way you can speak with someone. 
You wow. don't need to know the local one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. No? So, so basically, yeah, you are speaking and use a natural language. Yes, I guess. Yeah. Yes, natural language. Yes. Yes. I yeah. I know how, of course, because I speak English as well. I can kind of spell my name or names or whatever CTO address or whatever. But uh, the real conversation happens naturally. Mm. So yeah. No, it's interesting. Uh, it's a. I, I have like kind of certifications on that. I was like. Uh, teaching at the university, helping also the people in the university in Chile before, you know, uh, move, moving to Bolivia and do the marketing stuff. So, but I was, uh, I have kind of lots of technical official knowledge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and who gifted you Bible? Uh, my brother, my older brother. Yeah, yeah. It's a good story. Yeah. How did you feel when you read the Bible for the first time? Uh, I think that curious. No, like for the first question was, is that truth or not? Right. Many questions. So when I, I tried to, to took serious the Bible, I said, uh, I need to first realize if the, the Bible is kind of accurate, exact truth by itself, not because uh, someone else told me that is the no, book of God. <laughs> yeah. No, so I started to do my research and I noticed that there are for many, for instance, even scientific proof that the Bible is inspired. So uh, that helps me kind of to to increase you know, the faith and then try to, that from that point, I was like 18 when I, 17 when I started to learn more. So yeah, since then I have been, you know, kind of that, that way. That way. <laughs> how, how did it change your life? I would say, uh, no, as, as I said before, I was not that bad guy <laughs> yeah exactly it's it's not like you were like killing it's, people and all this stuff exactly. and then like oh my god i was i became it's, like a beautiful, exactly. beautiful person exactly so i was not that bad guy but i in that time i still saying bad words lots <laughs> no. so when i started to learn that was the first one that i noticed mm, i need to improve on that <laughs> so i started to you know like try to hold myself and learn how to manage you no know, anger and so you don't need to use that because you use bad words when you lose control of anger no so but that was gradually you no know, it takes time and then uh, also you start thinking more about others mm -hmm. no especially because you need for instance you know uh, when you 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 have found uh, something that is good you, and help you you want to share that with others so that's why uh, maybe that is you know what has influenced my way no, in 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 help others, no, because no, I have been helping others, no, in the kind of spiritual way, so yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> so since you are from Chile and you told that you are an emotional person, so how do you ensure that you keep your mental health on a good level? Uh, I think that the my balance is music. Mm. Yeah, whenever I feel like I'm not doing well, I'm stressed out, I need to pause and listen to my favorite music. Yeah. What is your favorite music? Uh, there is a woman that plays violin named Lindsay, Lindsay Sterling. Uh, I like what she plays, Lindsay Sterling. Yeah, she's great. She's great. She was rejected from um, American Talent, uh, America Got Talent. She was rejected and now has like 4 million subscribers on YouTube and it's so successful. She's great. Yeah. I, I, I love probably violin and all that because it's the the, the, the origins are classic music. Mm -hmm. no, I, I know how to play piano with two hands. I know how to read the music. I learned all that when I was a kid. So I love that, that, that when, when there are real music behind. <laughs> no. So yeah, probably that is why I like I like lots because she's like modern style. How did you feel when your first daughter was born? Oh, what's that? Hard to believe. <laughs> it's like, oh, this little thing is here. Wow, it's true. It's happening. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, impressive. Yeah, I was there in the room. So I saw, I saw her little face popping up. Pop! Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Like, oh, it was, yeah. it's a, it was a good time. Uh, was a, a previous of that was a stressful time, but... Yeah, once this, it happens, it was like, oh, <laughs> it's a, yeah, it was, was, was hard to stop crying, really. It was hard. Wow. I was like, really, like, woof, really, like, 
uh, emotion like oh wow she's here she's with us oh great <laughs> like yeah. she was healthy as well that also has no the bonus <laughs> no yeah so, exactly yeah. exactly no, yeah was it hard for you to be a newborn father uh <clears throat> i think that no one knows how to be a good father uh also when you are in a new country that happened when we were only two years living in the uk mm -hmm. so we were yet in the settling mode trying to like even like we, we, we just before that we just moved to like kind of a decent flat uh so it was not that simple uh but i think that <clears throat> probably like we are kind of equipped enough no from the creation side of things to become <laughs> no fathers and mothers so i think that uh kind of you adapt on the fly on the go you know you learn whatever is not working you improve you switch you improve you change you know uh, yeah for instance when the second one came five years later still was a challenge but <laughs> things were way easier like you know exactly that if she's crying it's not gonna die <laughs> <Things like that. laughs> yes yes it's valuable knowledge i totally agree with you so lots of stuff you know now how to change nappies so that's great <laughs> so no i think that it's part of how how we meant to you know it's part of the purpose for life so i think that it's uh yeah we are equipped to to move forward i think that it's not easy but no you you love them so there is no way you cannot you know get it done nicely so yeah is your older daughter helping you to take care of younger? Uh, she's doing some babysitting with their play dates. You no, know, they play together sometimes. Sometimes they manage to play nice together up to <laughs> half hour. So that's that's beautiful. Yeah. What happens after half an hour? <laughs> uh, one of them start fighting. <laughs> so yeah that's where we know oh yeah 20 minutes half hour is that good enough but that happened like two or three times per day so that's good like a children timer see so basically you can count times okay so 20 minutes passed yeah okay got it yeah it's true what is your favorite day of the week mm, i would say tuesday yeah tuesday is a focus day yeah, because mondays is like like packed with meetings everyone mm. wants to catch up <laughs> so yeah i hate mondays even though it's the busiest day but tuesdays <laughs> i have blocked no like kind of no meetings nothing so tuesday is my get stuff done day so yeah I love that. got it got it and uh what is your like day um schedule on tuesday looks like mm -hmm. honestly it's like music um and then just work easy <laughs> like no many no many stuff like i, I try to <clears throat> just chip you know lots of stuff mostly my work involved lots of uh, briefing project management uh copywriting so um, i need this just like you know quiet times and when there are kids at home it's not that easy to get quiet mm. quiet time so i need almost the whole day this thing here <laughs> no, they're the airports to give me a hand with a kind of focus mode but yeah it's just busy yeah busy when you have this focus mode do you have any social media or notifications on oh i have been learning to to close that because what i do now i i started just like maybe a few months ago i I kept, I work now one tab open of the browser. So let's say I need uh, one tab for the doc, one tab for you know, something else. So only two tabs open mm -hmm. and the rest shut down, <laughs> shut it down. And that is the best way to get focus. So you don't feel tempted because sometimes you see LinkedIn notifications like on the tab, like doing something. So no, like now it's one tab. So two tabs open and the rest closed. Uh, there is also a Chrome extension that helps me to kind of cut all feeds. Mm. So for instance, even though you feel tempted to go to LinkedIn, that <laughs> extension is blocking the feed. You cannot see the feed. It's blocked. And instead, wow. it's showing you a motivational quote. <laughs> you know? Get yourself done and be happy or things like that. No? So uh, that is blocking my Facebook, my Instagram, my LinkedIn, even YouTube. 
What is it? What is its name? How how is it called? <laughs> Let me see. What's the name? I feel uh, like it's it, it it can be lifesaver for me. Oh, uh, it's for sure. Good. Yeah. Let me check. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is the name? I'm trying to find one second. Uh, something like Shredder. Ah, this one. It's a uh, no news feed eradicator. It can kill Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, Reddit. <coughs> oh, sorry. Even GitHub and e-combinator news. <laughs> wow, I feel like, yeah, it's totally life and time saver for sure. So yeah, thank you. Thank you very much for sharing that. And now, Francisco, <laughs> yeah. I really wish to have the sky as the limit to our conversation, but time is the limit. So yeah, let's sure. jump to the rapid fire questions. All right, cool. Podcast or book? Book. Tennis or football? Football, all the way. <laughs> what are your favorite color and song? Uh, blue. Song, probably more than words, extreme. If you were a superhero, what superpower would you have? Uh, probably flying is enough. Who do you learn from in the community world? Name just one person. Honestly, today... Brian of Linger. Name two people who I should definitely reach out and have this conversation with. Oh, I think that you should reach out Mathilde Leo, head mm -hmm. of community from Circle, at Circle. And also, I'm not sure if you have already invited Victoria Cumberbatch. She's amazing. Like, wow, she's crazy good. And oh, and the third one should be um, from Australia. Uh, uh, Pas Pisarski. Got it. Uh, maybe you got it, maybe not. Pas Pisarski. Yes. Also, she's doing it. like wonders. Like, she's uh, amazing. Yeah. Thank you very much. And is there one question that I definitely should have asked you but didn't? Um, <laughs> interesting. Uh, no, not really. No, I think that was good. Like, you asked lots, so that's fine. <laughs> Got it. Got it, Francisco. First of all, I'm super happy to finally meet you. And it's it's always fun, you know, like I, I always have this feeling with many, many people. It's like we are best friends already. But then when we have this conversation, I was like, oh, wow, it's our first call. No way. Is, is it even possible? Because mm -hmm. I already feel like I know you for a long, long time. So I was following you on LinkedIn and we met on Slack here and there. And I always see you. And yeah, as, as you told that you love to highlight in people, I can definitely relate to that. I can see how open and uh, supportive and kind person you are. And from today's conversation, you just proved my thoughts. So thank you very awesome. much for that. Yeah, my pleasure. I'm happy to, as I said, every, everywhere. I'm just here to help. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's the pleasure is all mine. And see you in the community world. Nice. Are we doing the hunting? Or this side? <laughs> hey. <laughs> see you. Bye. Cool. Take care. Thank you.